Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Cubs Corner. This one's a little bit different than how I usually do things. Um, I'm driving. I don't have anything prepared, nothing written down, no special guests today. Uh, but instead, we're, I'm just going to talk from, from the heart, from the mind about this season, about this team. Um, it's a Tuesday, rainy day in Chicago. Not a whole lot going on. Um, but there's a big game tonight at Wrigley Field. Last home season, last home stand of the season. You welcome the Pirates into town for three, a team that you've utterly dominated this season. And then you get the Rockies coming into town for three, um, a team in last place in their division, has a, a former Cub that was a part of a lot of special things on that team. But, you know, we're not here for, for standing ovations this week. Um, we're not here to to mess around. we got to win some games. Uh, the Cubs have gone 2-8 and eight in their last 10. Um, they've lost 6 of 7 in the season series against the Arizona Diamondbacks, a team that they were four games up on less than two weeks ago, and now they trail in the wild card standing. This team is tied with the Cincinnati Reds for the final wild card spot in the National League. Um, at one point two weeks ago, they were a game and a half back of the Milwaukee Brewers to win the National League Central. So it's been a topsy-turvy last ten days or so that has put the Cubs' playoff chances in a bit of a bundle. And it looks like it's it's bleaker than it has over the last month that they will make the playoff. Um, but if you go back two months ago, this team had virtually no chance. In, in June, they were 10 games below 500, and they battled back to 12 games over at the end of August and early September. So as I drive here um, on a day that doesn't look too pretty, that's what the Cubs need. They need a week that may not look pretty, but they got to get some wins. they got to fight to get to the postseason. And I'm sick of people pushing, pushing blame all over the place. You know, Jed Hoyer, David Roth, Stansby Swanson, Ian Happ, the lineup in general, injuries, whatever. Go win some games. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of being a subject for sports talk radio to dissect about what went wrong. I'm sick of the fans being sick of not spending money to go out and win ball games, to go to the playoffs to make, make an impact in October. And they have a real chance to do that. Look around. They've got the best defensive middle infield in all of baseball. Dansby Swanson and Nico Horner up the middle have been phenomenal all season long. Cody Bellinger in center has been has had a revitalization to his career. But they moved him to first a little bit. They moved him around, which is fine. You want to know why? The production in center field has been good from Mike Talkman. Christopher Morell and Patrick Wisdom have their holes. We know that, and we knew that coming into this season, but they both have over 20 homers. Justin Steele is a Cy Young candidate. He's been one of the best pitchers in the National League all season long. Kyle Hendricks as well. Javier Assad and Jordan Wicks have gone into the starting rotation and pitched admirably. Adbert Alzali has turned into one of the league's best closers. Once again, the Cubs have pieced together a bullpen that is solid despite not really having a lot of recognizable names on it. This team is good. Don't let a bad two weeks in the midst of a good three-month stretch deter you from thinking that this team can do something in the playoffs. Just don't 
don't let your mind get clouded by a 10-game stretch when the back half of this season has been really, really impressive. Now, I know injuries have struck this team. Alzali, Michael Fulmer, Marcus Stroman, Brad Boxberger, Jamer Candelario. They've all missed some time with injuries. Marcus Stroman is finally back. Um, Drew Smiley has struggled so much that they've moved him out of the rotation and into the bullpen. But they found a little bit of a place for him. It's all about finding that place. Alexander Canario came up to the big leagues. Pete Crow Armstrong is on the active roster. Mike Talkman, Christopher Morell, they've all faced their struggles, so why not give Pete Crow Armstrong a little bit of a, a leash out in center field? He's been great in the minors, but that's the reason you brought him up. Matt Mervis had his leash, got sent back down to the minors, so did Jared Young. Nelson Velasquez made a little something happen, but they traded him to the Royals. For Jose Quas, who has been pretty good out of the bullpen as well. But the fact of the matter is, you know, enough clamoring about who should be leading off. You know, Talkman, he struggled. Horner, much better in the two spot. Ian Happ has been in the three spot for most of the season, to the dismay of many fans, but they moved him up to the leadoff spot, and the Cubs have still been losing games. So, it, you know, enough of the little ticky-tacky dissection of the lineup and who's playing where and who's batting where, just go out and win some games. Cody Bellinger has been the reason this team is still in things. Dansby Swanson and Ian Happ have taken a lot of criticism for their struggles at the plate, but have been as sound as ever defensively and are obviously leaders that a lot of people trust inside that clubhouse. David Ross has faced a lot of criticism for the way he's managed the bullpen and for the way he's handled the starting lineups. But at the end of the day, he's probably the favorite to win National League Manager of the Year if the Cubs get in. It's a thankless position. Ross gets gets no praise when Mike Talkman is leading off and the Cubs win games. He gets no praise when Patrick Wisdom takes a spot start and goes yard. No praise moving Albert Alzali into the closer situation, taking Drew Smiley out of the starting rotation, using Marcus Stroman now that he's healthy and in whatever way helps the team. Putting in the catcher, Jan Gomes, or splitting him with Miguel Amaya when the matchups look right. No praise when it goes well, but all the criticism criticism in the world when Eric Hosmer and Trey Mancini struggle and when Mike Talkman isn't in the lineup against the lefty, but then when he is in, a, in the lineup, he struggles and, and gets moved down to the seventh spot. There's just no winning for David Ross, it seems like. The only way for Ross to win is for the team on the field to win. And, and Jed Hoyer has been kind of quiet in terms of the criticism he's taken. Sure, they got Jamer Candelario at the deadline, but they kind of stood pat and didn't add depth to the bullpen or the starting rotation when it's very clear that this team could have used some depth. They're without various starters and bullpen pieces for incremental amounts of time that has caused different people to eat up innings and as a result the Cubs to, to drop some games that they otherwise wish they had back. But as it stands right now, this team has a ch- chance to do something real special. They still have a shot. They should not throw away their shot to go into this last two weeks of the season, their last homestand, 
win some games, put some pressure on the other teams in the wild card standings, and go make something happen in October. At the, the way it stands right now, the divisions look just about wrapped up. Both the Braves and the Dodgers have won their respective divisions, the, a, the NL East and the NL West. Uh, the Central, the Brewers have a six-and-a-half game lead on the Cubs and the Reds, who are tied for second. The Cubs are 78 and 72, the Reds 79 and 73. One game better than those Cubs are the Diamondbacks, who have won six and seven, six out of seven against the Cubs. They're 79 and 72, so they're a half game up on the Cubs and the Reds, who are tied for the third spot in the wild card. The Marlins are a half a game behind them, and a game and a half behind them are the San Francisco Giants. There's five teams vying for the last two spots in the National League. And it all comes down to this. And you get the Pirates at home and the Rockies at home with Javier Assad, Justin Steele, and Kyle Hendricks slated to go against the Padres, excuse me, the Pirates. You have to take advantage of that. You have to go out there and win games. If you don't, if you can't take care of the Pirates and the Rockies at home in late September when you need it the most, Maybe you weren't a playoff team to begin with, and that's what a lot of people might argue about this team. They did not have many expectations despite signing a lot of players, Dancy Swanson, Cody Bellinger, Brad Boxberger, Michael Fulmer, Eric Cosma, Trey Mancini. They went out and made a lot of noise, and they still were, were set for 76 wins in the books. They've blown past that with two weeks to go. They've got 78. So it's already a, a win, right? Wrong. You develop expectations throughout the season as well. Just because you exceeded preseason expectations does not make it a successful season, especially when you had a four-and-a-half game lead up in the second wildcard position, closing in on a threat to win the division less than two weeks ago. 2018, the team collapsed in September. They still won 95 games, but instead tied with the Milwaukee Brewers. They lost game 163 against those Brewers, so they had to play in the wild card against the Colorado Rockies, and they lost that game in extra innings. The following season, which ended up being Joe Madden's last at the helm of the Cubs, they suffered a losing streak that neared 10 games in September, including four in a row against the Cardinals. That resulted in the Cubs, with an above 500 record, missing the playoffs for the first time in the Joe Madden era. It led to his dismissal and was the start of the rebuild, as after that, the 2020 season may have been success in quotations because they won a division in the 60-game season. But that was the end of Kyle Schwarber and Hugh Darvish. Following that, it was Bryant and Rizzo and Baez that got traded the following season at the trade deadline and put the Cubs into this rebuild that saw 2021-2022 be utter disasters in the win column. 2023, the Cubs made a little bit of noise, like we said in the offseason. They had a chance to start turning things around. And by the end of August, it looked like this Cubs team was a team that could contend, not only for the division and the wild card, but with the way their starting pitching was lining up and the offense was clicking at the right time, a team that can contend and make some noise in October and be a, that much closer to that championship window that has passed on the old era and seems to have opened on the new era. Let's not let two weeks of bad baseball stop that from, from being a positive thing that we build on and build toward that next championship. 
This team can play baseball in October. This team should play baseball in October. The fans deserve baseball in October. And the fans deserve a team that sees these sparks, sees these signs that point toward winning, and add on to it in the offseason. That re-sign Cody Bellinger. That are in on pitchers like Shohei Otani, the best player baseball maybe has ever seen. But if you keep dropping games heading into this postseason and end up missing it, then you start thinking about, is David Ross really the manager? Should Jed Hoyer be in charge of this team? So many more question marks rise if you don't go out there and take care of business. So that's what I want this team to do. Whether it's half leading off or batting third, whether it's Horner in the two spot, Bellinger in the three or the four, whether Bellinger's playing center or first, if Nick Madrigal's at third or Christopher Morell or Patrick Wisdom, no matter how this lineup is constructed, no matter who's on the mound, no matter who's first out of the bullpen, Mark Leiter, Brad Boxberger, Julian Merriweather, Marcus Stroman, Drew Smiley, Hayden Wesneski, I don't care. Go out and win games. Beat the Pirates. They stink. Beat the Rockies. They're terrible, too. They just took two out of three from you last week. Show them who the Chicago Cubs are. Do it. Take advantage of Justin Steele, Javier Assad, Kyle Hendricks on the mound. Take advantage of this city and a city that adores its baseball. Take advantage of the players that you have, the resources that you have, the money that you have, the stadium that you have, the neighborhood that you've built. And go out there and give everybody who wants it playoff baseball. Time to put the bat in the hands of your leaders. Ian Happ, Dansby Swanson, Cody Bellinger. Step up. Justin Steele, Kyle Hendricks. Go out there and deliver seven shutouts. Take a blow off the bullpen. David Ross, it's not your show. It's the Chicago frickin' Cubs. Go out there and win some games. Let's go into the playoffs. I'm not scared of Milwaukee. Six games in a row, three to end the season, and then three in the wild card. That doesn't terrify me. The Phillies, they got a lot of hitters, but their pitching is hittable. The Dodgers, one of the best lineups ever, but their pitching is hittable. The National League has two of the best teams in the league, the Braves and the Dodgers. And they got a bunch of other teams, just as good as the Cubs, fighting to make something happen. And we saw last year the Phillies were the wild card team in the National League. They went all the way to the World Series, riding some hot arms and a lineup that came together at the right time. Who says the Cubs can't do that? Why not us? Why not them? Why not the team that calls a federal landmark its stadium? Why can't they put some struggles behind them? Put egos beside them and go out and win games against teams that are worse than them and put themselves in a position to not only make the playoffs but make some noise in the playoffs. That's what this week brings. As any fan, all you ever want is to be playing meaningful September baseball. That's what the Cubs are. That's what they have right in front of them. It's up to them to go out and win games. But don't let two weeks of bad baseball deter you from believing that this team can do it. That's all for this week's edition of the Cubs Corner. Hope to have a very special guest, a former Cub, World Series champion, not with the Cubs, but certainly keeps his heart and soul high and close to the Chicago Cubs. 
Ryan Dempster. Hope to have him on the show soon. And maybe that could bring some good vibes as this team closes in on the regular season ending and hopefully the playoffs beginning for the Chicago Cubs. Thanks for listening, and thanks again for coming to the Cubs Corner.